0: Welcome, you're listening to a broadcast by Barnabas Foundation, your trusted partner for smart and powerful generosity. And here's your host, Reverend Philip Leo, Director of Church Communications.
1: Well, hey everyone, thanks for taking some time in uh, the busyness of your day. So glad to spend a few moments with you. So glad uh, to have Cindy Riemers with us. She's Client Services uh, Administrator. We're so thankful uh, for A time to consider a simple uh, question Mm -hmm. that was uh, posed to a pastor and then this pastor emailed me Uh, somebody at a church recently said to uh, their pastor hey pastor do you know if I can donate stock to the church and the pastor thought for a moment and said I don't know how that works but I know somebody who does (laughs) and that's when I got an email and uh, I was happy to be able to be of assistance to this pastor and to this church. Uh, This is uh, probably more common of an occurrence than what you think. Uh, If you're thinking about this question, I'm wondering what sort of response you would give to a church member who was uh, wondering about donating stock or uh, some other non-cash asset. We can talk about some of Mm -hmm. that today, perhaps um what would be your answer uh we're so glad to be able to share with you uh that through barnabas foundation and i just had a tree fall on hey
0: always an exciting time here at barnabas
1: (laughs) all right i think i'm safe (laughs) that's the beauty of facebook live these things happen when trees fall they happen to (laughs) you so cindy <laughs> yes. uh, you have lots of experience this is uh this question uh-huh. hey can i donate stock to the church that's not a that's not a surprising question no. to you it's a uh, one where you've had lots of experience yes, um, regularly uh, when we were talking about this you were recalling a story in which a church received a sizable gift uh, in the form of cash, but Uh also uh, investments as well. Um, How did that go, and how was Barnabas able to help?
0: Yeah, that was really interesting, Phil. It was a really neat gift to be a part of. So a church contacted us and said they were informed that they were the beneficiaries of a sizable estate and said, Barnabas, can you help us? Some of it's going to be cash. Some of it's going to be through other securities. We're not sure what to do. We don't know what our plan is for these funds. Can you help? And we said, yes, we are happy to help with that. Um, they had three different um, advisors or brokerage firms that were all had funds from the estate that needed to be donated. So we got in contact with those brokerage firms and facilitated the transfer of those securities from the estate to Barnabas Foundation. We then liquidated, I want to say there was over 70 different securities wow. that we then liquidated and um recorded those or held those in a fund for the church, kind of a holding account for the church, while they then met to, you know, with their leadership to really establish a vision for how it was a $1.1 million estate. So to establish a vision for how those funds were going to be used. So we were able to kind of give them some time facilitate the gift, receive the gift, while they figured out how the money should be, should be utilized. After they met, they decided they wanted to have that money invested in let say three to five different accounts for different ministry purposes. Some of it to be used right away, some of it to be used over a number of years. And so what we did then is um, then transferred the money from that kind of holding account to those three to five different accounts that they wanted that had different titles, were for different purposes, different you know, plans for distribution and, and that sort of thing. But we were really able to help them to facilitate and receive that gift and, and to do that, so it was really neat to sure. just be part of something that really changed the, the, you know, the projection of that church for many years to sure. come, so it was yeah. really fun.
1: And it doesn't take much either, uh, as our listeners know, it doesn't take much for many churches, maybe not all, but many churches to become quickly overwhelmed with certain kinds of gifts. Uh, that's uh, one of the areas of our expertise at uh, Barnabas Foundation, and it's also not as, uh, as I said, not as uncommon as you think. One of the great things that I get to do in my work here at Barnabas Foundation, I get to work with really lovely and wonderful people uh, who have huge hearts for giving. Uh, one couple that I was working with recently in Florida, retired couple, they have uh, no pension to speak of they live entirely off uh investments stock investments uh, that they had made over the course of their many years of marriage together and one of the things that they do is they make donations to charities including their church uh only through stock and in conversation with this couple it was interesting to learn that that's been uh dicey over the years for them because uh, not only their church, but certain charities that they want to or uh, donate to don't always have the capacity um, to receive gifts. And um, one of the things that we'll talk about in a little bit is a church treasure account. And a church treasure account is complementary to Christian Reformed churches. Uh, you already have it. And um, through a church treasure account, uh, you can easily receive gifts of stocks, not, non-cash assets and the like. Um, so Cindy, you, uh, once worked with a woman who tithes to her church mm. using only stock. That reminds me yeah. of this couple that I was just talking uh-huh. about. What was her situation?
0: Yeah, that, um, that was interesting. We still, I still get the joy of working with her, um, four times a year cause she likes to give quarterly. So how that came about though, Phil, was that her advisor, um, had a conversation with her about, um, she and her, her husband had, um for many years owned stock of the company that that he had worked in for a number of years. And that was one of their largest assets was their holdings of shares in the stock. And so our advisor said to her, you really should be gifting this stock. Um, If I know you want to tie, you should be gifting out of the stock and avoiding that capital gain um, by liquidating it. And she said, great, how do I do that? And so the advisor contacted us and said, Cindy, I know you've helped other clients do that. Can you help this, this, client do that. I said, sure, we'd be happy to do that. Um, sometimes for clients, the majority of clients that we work with have a donor advised fund or a stewards fund here at Barnabas. She wasn't interested in doing that because she really only wanted to give to her church. Oh. So then it made sense for us to do it um, through directly um, to Barnabas Foundation and then issue a check to the, to the church. So what happens with, with her situation is that she um, contacts us about the number of shares that she wants to donate. We receive those shares we issue her a charitable receipt for the chairs that she's given, and then we send um, a check right out to the church with a copy of the receipt letter so that they've known that she's, that she's already been receipted for that gift. Right. And so that's been really helpful, and now she's able to just you know give more because she was able to avoid the capital gains on gifting that stock instead of selling it. So right. it's been she's really positive. Like I said, i talked to her four times a year because she wants to give quarterly to her church, and that's how she does yeah. all of her tithing.
1: Yeah, there's people um, in your church that have uh, strong charitable intent. They want to give, uh, but because of their circumstances, uh, especially with something like appreciated mm-hmm. stock, uh, it makes more sense for them to give uh, that appreciated stock, get the full value of the donation, but also avoid the capital gains tax. So it makes a lot of sense. There are um, other applications in which a church would want to have a treasure account through Barnabas Foundation. Uh, probably a couple months ago, I had a church contact me. They were uh, getting ready to roll out a capital, cam- uh, capital campaign uh, for a building project they were working on. One of the things they wanted to be very intentional about was to say, we wanna be able to um, receive gifts of stock and or non-cash assets, and um, can you help us with that? Of course, um, it's quite simple. It was, it was easy for me to say, You already have a treasurer account. All we need to do is activate it. All we need to do is get you set up with an account number. Uh, That way, when you're running your capital campaign, you can let donors know, hey, if that's an option for you and you want to give this way to our capital campaign, you're able to do this. So it was really fun to set them up that way. And I think it was really savvy on their part to get set up that way as well. well. Yeah. Um, so Cindy, you have a story about how Barnabas Foundation makes it easy for churches to receive gifts like this, a couple uh, who want to simplify their finances and give stock to their church.
0: Again, this is um, a um, actually a friend of this couple contacted me first of all and said, Hey, we've got some friends who actually they wanted to give to the capital campaign at their church. Okay. And um, they said, you know, we know that they've got, you know, appreciated stock. We talked to them about how we gift appreciated stock to our stewards fund. They want to gift appreciated stock to their church, but their deacons don't know how to receive that. gift. Right. Can you help our, our friends in doing this? So we talked to the, the couple that wanted to donate the stock and they put us in contact actually with one of their deacons as well. And just, kind of talk through that process about how the donor can donate that stock to Barnabas Foundation, we'll liquidate it, and then um, either we can send the church a check, or if the church is doing a capital campaign and wants us to hold those funds for a certain period, we're also able to hold those funds until the church incurs the building expenses and then release right. the fund, funds to the church as those building expenses incurred. So lots of flexibility with treasurer accounts, Phil, and just different ways to utilize it. Okay.
1: Uh, so, if if there's a church uh, that's interested in a treasure account, how mm-hmm. does that go? What's the process yeah. for getting it set up?
0: Sure. So a treasure account is really easy to set up. It's really just, it's almost like setting up a bank account, okay. deciding who are those authorized people in your church that you want to have access to the account. And then it's as simple as filling out a form and, you know, giving us kind of demographic information of the individuals who are going to be authorized to sign and to, to make withdrawals. And then we give them online access as well to the account, which is really nice because they then have a history of, of, of donors who have given through that treasure account. Right. And so we'll then provide them with an information sheet that they can provide to their church members that tells the members exactly what account numbers they are they need to provide their financial advisor to actually make the transfer to um, Barnabas Foundation to go into that that treasure account. So again, really easy to to set up. I think I contact you for the actual application yep. and. Um, once it's in place, they are they're you know ready to go and can start publicizing it with their yeah. members, the ease of, of doing it. And it works as we talked a little bit about Phil. Majority of these gifts are appreciated stock, right. but we can do this with commodities. Some of our, our you know clients who are farmers are gifting commodities and want to gift that through their church. So we've worked with the church in Iowa in doing that and setting that up. Um, also some, maybe a partial piece of appreciated real estate that they might want to give to their church that could be received into the treasure account. So again, it really opens up that ability for, um, for a, a member of a church to give outside of just the cash that they have yeah. Yeah. and maybe make some, an opportunity to make a larger gift to their church, which may, may not have otherwise thought about. So just lots of opportunities to consider and think about.
1: Yeah. Uh, it's a nice tool to have in your arsenal. It's a nice tool to be able to promote to your church and say, hey, we have this account uh through Barnabas Foundation. Um, it's there for you. And if it applies to you, then ask us and we can uh we can help you out with that. Um and setting it up uh as you were describing it. I was my wife is a first grade teacher and she always says easy peasy lemon squeezy. That's uh, <laughs> that's how that's it, how easy like it, it is. It is easy, yeah. <laughs> uh So someone uh, at your church comes to you and says, hey, do you know if I'm able to donate some stock to the church? Mm -hmm. Uh, You don't have to stammer. You don't have to uh, sort of wonder uh, or shrug your shoulders. All you have to say is, yep, uh, we know somebody over at Barnabas Foundation will get you set up. Uh, It's not a problem at all. Uh, Thanks for joining us here today. I appreciate it if you want to share uh, this with someone from your church you can do that in podcast form whatever uh platform you use search barnabas foundation there's uh, a church uh, side to that and a member side choose the church side and you can download this and share it uh, if you want a, a recording a video recording of it just email me Leo at barnabas foundation or else message me on facebook um, And I can send you a link, a YouTube link uh, for that. Cindy, thanks so much. Been a pleasure. Thanks to all of you. God bless.
0: Thank you for listening. This audio has been brought to you by Barnabas Foundation. Learn how we can help you experience smart and powerful generosity. Visit us today at www.BarnabasFoundation.com.